Welcome to an episode of Catching Up With on the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. Our guest is 2014 Indy 500 winner and 2012 IndyCar Series champion Ryan Hunter Ray, going for number two at Indianapolis on Sunday in his Andretti Autosport entry. Speaking with Hunter Ray, someone who is definitely wanting to add that second Indy win to his career. Hunter Ray tells us a little bit about the mindset he has carried into this month of May. He has not had the most shining month of May so far in terms of speed, but as someone who is always capable of winning, he does share insights on what he does want to complete, what he is trying to do, knowing that his career is indeed more in the winding down phase than winding up. Bit of a short conversation here with our friend, Mr. Hunter Ray. So hopefully you enjoy this as you get ready for the Indy 500. So here we go with another catching up episode brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. Brian Hunter Ray, we are looking at month of May coming up for you. And it just gave me pause to think about where you might be at in your career. You know, you're in this place where we expect you to vie for a championship every year, count you among the absolute front runners for the Indy 500. Just curious where you're at. You know, you're kind of, you're a veteran for sure, but you're not old. Right. Curious where your mind is going in the month of May, where your goals might be. Do they change as you get older, having won the thing? I don't know. A lot of things I'm curious about. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. This is this is as good a shot as I've ever had. Um, you know, 38 years old. Um, I think I'm the same age as, as Dixon, you know, and um, Power, Will Power is right there, too. So, um, yeah, this is, the, uh, this is the prime time in my career to make it happen, for sure. I mean, we've had some great opportunities at Indy to win in years past, other than the four race obviously so we've had quite a few of the the big ones get away and um every year we go there we're 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 usually very competitive um we're right up at the front so hopefully we can make that happen again you never know you never um you know count your uh, chickens before they hatch at indy but um yeah every year we go back we're, we're very strong and um i'm as determined as ever to get win number two um like I said, we've had we've had some some big ones that have got away, and, and trust me, those those stay with me. So we really want to close that deal and get win number two, no doubt. That's that's the whole objective. Obviously, c- competing for a championship is is massive as well. Um, and uh, you know, we won the last race we won was what four races ago. So we're 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 due for another one, hopefully. Where do you fit, Ryan, from a mindset standpoint of the duration that you've been doing this? And you're nowhere near to retiring or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I know that, at least for me, if I look at a racing program, say it's a, a sports car program or otherwise, and I know, oh, that manufacturer's got two years left on their deal. Who knows? We should savor the amount of times we get to see those cars. I also apply that same thing to someone like you, where you go, if he wanted to, he could pick and choose anything. Go race IMSA full-time, stay here in IndyCar, but I'm curious if you have any sense of that, huh, I'm at that stage in life and and age where I don't know how many years that number is, but I should savor every one, or do you not allow yourself to trip into that yet? No, I'm not there yet. I mean, you talk to some of the guys that are, you know, kind of in my age category, and some have a very good idea when they want to hang up the helmet, and some have are saying, no, I'm going to keep going till that till that fire burns. You know, when you have it in the morning, when you get up and you think about it, and that's what drives you during the day. Um, as long as that's still there, um, you know, with uh, 
the experience that I have and, and, and all I've been through, um, I feel like I'm capable of winning races uh, week in and week out right now. So absolutely going to keep going with that. DHL has been like family to me, um, you know, 10 years running now. And that 28 DHL car has kind of become an iconic paint scheme, you know, something that you can really identify with when you see it on the racetrack almost you know, like the Target cars or something like that. I mean, it's it, it, it really has been a mainstay in the IndyCar series. Um, but I I think I definitely want it. Right now, my current contract in Andretti Autosport runs to the end of 2020. So I have the end, I have through this year, all of next year. And then, um, you know, we're talking about an extension from there, potentially. So, um, yeah, and then after that, IMSA, for sure. IMSA's doing great. So that's why I always keep, uh, you know, a couple toes in the water over, over there. And... Um, yeah, but uh, IndyCar's home, and to be honest with you, I mean, I'm 38, like I said, right? Where, I mean, I, how old's Tony Kanon? 74, I believe. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know the reason why I asked that, but he's what, 44, <clears throat> 45, 40, 42? I heard he was 44 recently, but sorry, TK, I didn't, I didn't mean that. Yeah. that. That's what somebody told me just, just the other day, but he's... Um, you know, extremely fit and, and can get the job done. And um, I absolutely want to do this. Uh, and if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. So I'm in a great program at Andretti Autosport, and uh, I've got a great, great, you know, partners behind me. So I don't really know when that uh, time to tail off is, but it's it's not for quite a few years now. So we're heading into the month of May again, where we have an expanded Andretti Autosport team, young disruptor Connor Daly's joining in which is great obviously with the Andretti Technologies affiliation with Harding Steinbrenner you got Colton Herta who's letting the world know he's something special what's your experience been like Ryan knowing that you had Rossi come in in 2016 we've seen the last two years especially I mean that guy is right up there with you in yeah. terms of championship expectations how does that fit or work for you knowing that in theory one of your toughest rivals for any any race win is actually the guy you're sitting across from in the engineering room and whatnot how do you manage that not every team has that dynamic yeah i've become accustomed to it at indy when it comes to andretti cars because we field a lot of them and uh, you know you, you find that big setup change that works on a, on a certain day and you gain speed and you gain grip and all this stuff and then well you know, now there's another five cars that are going to have it, and vice versa. We work together on that stuff. But yeah, there's absolutely there's going to be no doubt uh, huge competition from within the Andretti Autosport side of it. I remember in 2016 we had a dominant car, but I was out there fighting with Townsend, and um, you know, the competition comes from within the team. Similar cars that you have, um, obviously, in in what was it 2017 with Fernando. He was super quick, and like you said, Alex has done a great job, fantastic job, and no doubt he's going to be quick. Colton's quick. Connor, no doubt, will be quick. Marco will be quick. Uh, Zach's right there. So it's, yeah, it's tough. You think about yourself going out there and being a quick car, and you think, well, you know what? There's going to be five others. There's going to be four others, actually, that are on the same setup you're on or similar setup and similar speed. So, yeah, that's tough. Um, but on a given weekend, um, I think we all work together outside of Indy. We work, work together very well. And, and um, obviously, Alex has that speed, and we're pushing each other constantly, um, you know, to uh, to better the cars and, and find that extra tenth or two uh, when we need it. Do you like having someone that you know is always either going to be 
one inch behind you or one inch ahead of you as a teammate. Some folks, honestly, who might prefer, I don't want to say have it easy, but within a team, know that hierarchical-wise, if that's even yeah. the correct word, like you're the man, and then you got a lot of folks who are really good, but not really challenging you for at least inter-team focus and such. How Do you enjoy or have you learned to accept the fact that now guys trying to whoop your ass just as much as anyone else? Well, that's how it goes in racing. But, I mean, obviously, you don't want the easy time on the weekend, right? You're not showing up there to be on vacation. Um, you're not showing up there to, to really have a good time, honestly. You're showing up there to compete and to win. And um, I think when your teammates push you that way, it makes you a better better driver and a better competitor on a given weekend. One of the things that has struck me, and I'd love to get some thoughts on, it's only a couple of years ago, I think it was pit lane at Long Beach, where team had a really horrible qualifying overall everybody just had a bad day michael andretti was just livid you know and i said boy just from what i've seen in the corners damping wise there's some work still to be done here and michael was very forthright in saying for the money we're spending we we should be first through fourth or whatever right I just look at where the team has evolved to where we go to road and street courses, and if you guys aren't up front, we're surprised. We go to the big ovals, there's that big expectation. What have you seen within the team? You've been working with Ray Gosselin for a thousand years, but what have you seen within the team, whether it's a Garrett Mothershead helping to coach up a young kid like Zach, uh, and Eric Bretzman who comes in? Just curious, what is have you seen from the evolution on the engineering side that's helped this team to become an expected ass kicker everywhere? Yeah, I think the team's done a great job to, to put themselves where they are today. I mean, obviously, like you mentioned, that time back then, and I think that was, what, 15 or 16, um, you know, during the manufacturer arrow kit era, you know, you know we, got our, we got our ass kicked on the street courses quite a bit back then, and, and some road courses we'd show up and just be out to lunch, we'd be looking at each other like, what do we do, you know? All of our cars qualifying 15th or worse or something like that, and, um, you know, that I think that... that that kick in the rear was definitely something at the time that we needed and as we started to dial in that manufacturer arrow kit a bit more trying to you know figure out what it needed because that was a big thing too for us was trying to figure out what that 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 kit needed and um how that intertwined with the mechanical setup of the race car and um that that was a bit of a science project for us to say the least so we are in a good place now, I think, with the Universal Aero Kit. Um, everybody's kind of dealing with the same arrow, and now it's down to us to make that, that difference up mechanically and, and how you drive the car, how you adapt to it. Um, so I think as a whole, we're headed in the right direction. We can certainly be a little bit stronger here and there, but, um, you know, we're going up against the best. You know, Penske and Ganassi every weekend, and um, I think Andretti Autosports, you know, right, right up there at the front with them. Looking to the future a little bit, uh, my friend Mark Raffoff, who's been with IMSA forever as president or technical or whatever, said in a podcast we recorded, I think last year, talking about car formulas, whether it's sports cars, IndyCar, you name it. He said the perfect set of regulations for a car is where the car is always faster than the track, right? Something where you as a driver and the rest of the drivers I don't know if fear is the right word, but you know that there has to be some restraint. Yeah. Not something where you can be flat out and, you know, I'm not saying asleep, but like, okay, this, this, there's probably lesser talented people who could come within a fraction of what I'm doing here because I'm easy, flat here, there. Right. But his point was power wise, we need something big. Grip potentially, maybe dial it down a little bit. Something where these beasts are almost 
beyond easy control. What do you think about this 2021 engine plan IndyCar has, wanting to be in that start off in the 800, get to nine, maybe a thousand. This is why we needed to get that contract extension, by the yeah, way. Right. So I'm going to talk to Michael. But you experienced stuff like this before when you came into IndyCar. It's been a little while, but yeah. do you like what you're hearing? Are there any thoughts you might implore upon IndyCar when they do a next chassis? And if you agree with that, the car being faster than the track mindset? Absolutely. I think, you know, the horsepower has to go up. Um, you know where we are today to, to really make it viable in, in the auto industry right it needs to be small displacement turbocharged engines maybe hybrid something or other but on the indycar side of it um you know we're gonna have to make the most of the displacement that we're going with and and i think higher horsepower is definitely like you mentioned when i was in champ car when i came in in 03 those were um you know those are difficult cars to tame on cold tires, especially trying to make the most of the outlaps. And, you know, that taught me a lot at a young age. Um, I think, as you mentioned, drivers get away with a lot more right now because the, the window to get it right is so big. Um, it's, it's, it's somewhere where you can, you can really go flat out too quickly out of the pits on, on cold tires and, you can jump all over the throttle out of a corner and it's not going to bite you. Um, it's not going to bite you as bad as it used to. And I think that would be great, absolutely. Put it more in the driver's hands. I think we also have to be careful with going to, um, on the on the grip, taking away too much on the grip side, just on, on, on tire compound or something like that. Because then you end up sliding around and it looks pretty, you know, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't look the best when it comes to uh, a series as a whole. But uh, absolutely more more horsepower and, um, you know, putting more into the driver's hands is something that I'm I'm all about for sure. Right. Right direction. Let's close on this. It's not IndyCar related, but it's Ryan Hunter Ray related. So. I've always had a, an affinity for you and your passion for not just doing one discipline. So knowing that you have a new relationship, which is, I shouldn't say new, the, the resumption of relationship you've had with Multimatic, for example, being able to c come back to IMSA and compete with a different team, the Mazda team. I love seeing that because not as if you want to fill every weekend. you got a young family, yeah. of course, but share with us the, that passion because we're talking about the month of May and Indy and all these things, but there's still some folks like you that are filling your calendar before we even get to the month of May. Yeah, it's a great opportunity, you know, and I'm a, I'm a race car driver. I drive race cars, and if I get the opportunity to drive one on a great racetrack like this, uh, you know, with the Mazda team, it's a perfect opportunity. I have, like you mentioned, some great relationships there at Multimatic. We, I did a bunch of development work with them during the Level 5 days and, um, you know, been working with them for a while, so there was an opportunity here where Harry Tignall had to, uh, had to race the wet race and in the in the four gt and um you know they're looking for somebody to fill the spot so yeah it was a good opportunity um and uh you know forged some new relationships here and um it also keeps me sharp as a driver because i'm constantly pushed to think outside the box when i jump into something that's alien to me you know even the difference between the cadillac dpi delara versus this 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 Mazda DPI um, you know there's a driving style difference to it that's going to be had there's a different seating position there's different switches there's different things you, you you're constantly gaining uh, a different perspective from from new teammates and um, how they go about their job so yeah for me it's it's definitely um, 
it, it keeps me firing on all cylinders, I think. Um, and so I, I'd love to continue to do that and, and jump back and forth between the two. Forgot I needed to ask on the topic of firing on cylinders. Was I seeing something here as we close on social media about maybe one of your sons and go-karting or something? I mean... Now we know the reason why you want that contract extension. You're exactly. going to have to pay for a whole career. But tell us about that, man. That's cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Right now, it's it's very innocent. You know, it's it's about going to the racetrack with my son. And for us, just to share something that, that we both love, that I love, and sharing with him and seeing his eyes light up every time he comes off the racetrack and that he went that much faster through that corner and he went flat through this corner. And um, that is the best part. That's the purest form of racing is when you're getting it at that level and the 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 sheer enjoyment that the kids have doing it that for me is awesome karting when i was a kid was mom pop you know show up in the trailer and you know you're wrenching on the cart with your dad now it's out of hand yeah. it's out of hand i mean i went to a, a test session at homestead one time and there's there's newell motorhomes and prevos out there and semi tractor trailers with 10 carts each in each in each stable in each team and it's just out of control so yeah i don't know what i'm doing right now that you know where is this going do i want that for them i, I don't know i don't I, geez i have three boys so they'd all have to give them a shot right but right now it's 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 purely just in doing something that uh that i love with my kids racing till he's 60 years old to pay for the kids <laughs> ryan hunter ray thanks brother thank you